the Next Level Loan Officers podcast. To learn more about Next Level Loan Officers, go to becomenl.com. Are you feeling the pressure of the market shift, feeling stressed, overworked, underpaid, and unsure about your future? I guess the real question is, is are you thriving or do you feel like you're not even surviving? Maybe businesses slow down. Maybe you're new, struggling loan officer looking to get started. Maybe you forgot to love on your referral partners over the last two years and now wondering why they don't answer your calls. Maybe your marketing has slowed down. Your platforms have become stagnant. Maybe you've never begun to market yourself. Deals are far and few between. Working more hours, struggling to pay the bills, less time with the family, no extra time uh, or money for vacations or hobbies. But there is definitely no lack of stress. We get it. We've all been there. It feels like you've been carried out to sea and left to sink or swim. All alone, isolated, struggling, constantly holding your breath. Man, what would it feel like to finally be able to take a big, deep breath of fresh air? Like someone came along on their boat and tossed you a life preserver. Here's your lifeline. Thank you for that message, KT. And for the loan officers listening to this podcast, if you'd like to join us on June 16th, the cost is $47 per ticket and all proceeds, all proceeds will be donated to America's Mighty Warriors. And we're really looking forward to bringing you Jocko, Dave Savage, Dave Luna, uh, Katie Sweeney, a lot of great speakers uh, from the industry to help you uh, create a awesome playbook for the rest of 2022. Go to lolifeline.com to register today. And now for today's episode. Well, welcome back to another podcast here at Next Level Loan Officers. My name is Kellen Vaughn, one of the coaches and founders of Next Level. Honored to be with you today and joining me in the Next Level uh, studio fellow coach uh, and co-founder, Sean Zalmanoff. Sean, welcome, my friend. Thank you, Kellen. It is a fine day to get to see you and, and be on yet another podcast the number one podcast actually for loan officers by loan officers in these great lands and uh, and we have a special guest today here too don't we we do we do this is a uh, a member that was a part of our group and then took a little break and they came and came back and so uh man we're honored to have her in the studio um uh, sean give us a little a little introduction to who we're going to be chatting with today so she comes from the great state California. She's no longer in that state of, of California. She is now hails from middle America, from Nebraska. Alba, how are you today? I'm doing so well. Thank you. So, so you have a lot to share. Alba. That was the most anticlimactic entrance I think you could have done, Sean. Really drug that out. So, <clears throat> hey, man, I'm sorry. You know, in Nebraska, there wasn't a lot to know. Well, no, we, yeah. we, we're just we're building we're building up to this greatness because Alba's moved herself, uh, but she she's working with an amazing team. She's still doing a bunch of business in California. She's growing this business in Nebraska. So the amount of value that she has to provide for our listeners and, and watchers today is is so immense that I didn't want to drain everyone with. <laughs> Yeah. Well, mission accomplished there, Sean. So Alba, welcome. So we know Alba because she joined us in San Diego. Gosh, this was 
in 2020. Yeah, right before the world changed. We feel like we started COVID in San Diego at that mm-hmm. event. That was like right before the world changed. And uh, and then, you know, has been a part of our group. And 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 so, man, welcome, first of all, first and foremost. And so we were just yeah. talking off the air. And I said, you know, are you still in California? No, I moved to I moved to Nebraska, so from Southern California to Nebraska. So give us a little background on this. Yeah, so um, I wanted to be in a place that was open, um, and I had done some research and did a little bit of traveling with my significant other and stumbled upon Omaha, Nebraska. I have a couple of friends here that have a decent-sized portfolio in real estate and that are also in the business. So I was like, well, what's happening there? What's the buzz? So we had an opportunity. We almost moved to Colorado and then just decided to keep driving and ended up in (laughs) Omaha, Nebraska. Yeah. Purchased our home in July. So the terrain is a little different in Nebraska than it is in Colorado. That's, that's for sure. So it was just, I mean, I I can't even imagine what, what you all were dealing. I mean, Kellen's in in Texas, I'm here in St. Louis and you know, we, we had our fair share of, of a few things being different, but man, not being able to go out and eat at restaurants and, Mm. and those things. Uh, yeah, it was uh, it was pretty bad. I mean, it, I remember there was a point that even officers were pulling us over for driving. So, oh, wow. yeah, I definitely just needed a change of pace for my mental health and I just needed a break. Yeah. Well, so good for you. So, you know, Thank we were you. chatting and, and I was saying, you know, I there are probably, I don't know, a dozen people in our group and our next mm-hmm. level loan officers group that are kind of in this same situation and not all, but most tend to be from California. And I made the comment to Alba. I said, man, if you can have cost of living of Omaha, Nebraska, but close California type deals, that's like the best of both worlds. And you don't have to live there, but Alba, tell us a little bit about, so I think what people who are listening to this are probably like, Oh, how does that work? Like, how does she maintain all that? How does she keep those relationships? How does she close that business? So give us kind of a day in the life of yourself and how you operate in two locations, really, and still connect with those original referral partners from California. Yeah, good question. So I think one of the biggest things that I've loved about Next Level, we always talk about we have to love who we work with. Um, So I kept my circle really close and small of realtors and just poured everything into it. Um, so I just pretty much had to come up with a way of being available when I'm not there. Yes. COVID changed everything because nobody was allowed in my office and California couldn't do any open houses. So that was kind of the starting point, but then it's, it's great. I mean, California income in Omaha, Nebraska is amazing, but it's not, there's a big price to pay. I first off, once a month, go out there and see all my realtors, see my family, see my friends, remind them that I'm in, you know, loan originating and to call me for any needs. So that part of it is very, very crucial uh, and special touch points. I 
also just work, uh, I also work California time. So it does mm-hmm. not matter if it's seven o'clock here, it's still five o'clock there. So mm-hmm. I reassure that to my realtors that I'm still available, nothing changes, and I'm always willing to hop on a flight and meet a client. So I've done that a few times as well. So just making myself available and you know, I send them coffee on me. Um, I dig into what they're into, uh, whether it's something motivational, send them a book. Um, so I still continue to do those touch points. It's just coming from a different address at this point. Well, and, and I would assume, and hang on one second, Sean, because I know you had a question there. I would assume too, that frankly, <clears throat> you know, obviously with COVID happening, you probably weren't doing a lot of face-to-face meetings with these folks anyways. Correct. And Correct. I, I assume now that's changed a little bit, but my goodness, I mean, that whole, that really, that whole landscape for most of us has changed where there's just not as much interaction. I mean, I didn't go to a lot of closings before, frankly, hardly any, but like, I would, like I don't know, hardly anybody that goes to closings now because, you know, the title companies didn't want us there for a long time. So, I think it gave you a lot of excuses, valid mm-hmm. ones at that, to to not have to be in front of those referral partners all the time. And you can do so much of it virtually and on the phone by text um, <clears throat> and and do it from anywhere in the world. Yeah. Yeah. And some realtors were a little sensitive about it, me not being available. So I just figured if it works, great. And that doesn't change my hard work and my ethics and my passion for this business. And if they decide that this is going to be a change for them, let me know sooner than later so we can move on and I can create space for another realtor. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I love how you position that like, Hey, if it's not going to work for you, let me know so I can create space for somebody else versus chasing them uh, on a futile mm-hmm. effort. But I also really appreciate like, you know, cause there's this great side of, Ooh, I've, can live in some place that's half the price mm-hmm. and, you know, still close these California loans. But, you know, like you said, I mean, there's this trade-off that you have to have, like, you know, your five o'clock is still there. Three o'clock, your, your mm-hmm. five o'clock is still when a lot of people are getting off work and yeah. just become available for the day. So, you know, it might sound great that you're going to move from California to, to Florida or somewhere like that, but, if you do, you're going to be two or three hours difference on, on what your schedule is in order to be available and run your business how, how you need to. Um, so Alba, how, how many months have you now been a, an ex-California resident? Um, I would say uh, 14 months. 14 months. Yeah. And so now you started to grow the Nebraska side of your business. Yes. I turned a corner. I got a 402 area code phone number because um, it's a different culture out here. Mm-hmm. It's a different, there's a lot more expectation from the realtors with originators. Um, so it, it's, it's a lot, it's a total different market. They don't, out here. they don't take kindly to those California folk out there. No, they say you're welcome, but don't bring your typical California thoughts over here. That's right. That's right. <laughs> yeah. you know, it's funny. I had some friends year, a decade, probably longer than that. Actually, they, they moved to Montana and, and nobody, I think it's 403, 406, something like that's the area code there. Mm-hmm. And nobody would answer their phone. Yeah. Because everybody in the, like, and, and I'm sure Nebraska is probably this, there's one area code for the state of Montana. Maybe there's two now, but nobody yeah. answered. They finally got the area code that everybody else had. And then all of a sudden their phones got answered. 
Yeah, no, luckily there's apps now that you can call from a different number um, and it's still tied to your main line. So that's what I utilize. But uh, it was it was a big shift for me because of the market in California. I had to, again, pivot. And uh, so, yeah, I, there's and luckily I'm, I'm Spanish speaking. There's a mm. huge shortage for originators. So I highly encourage, you know, if anybody's in the Midwest, definitely tap into the small towns because if you're fluent in a language, there there could be a huge window of opportunity there. So what was different in the expectations from realtors that uh, that you didn't have from California to Nebraska? What, what, what do they expect differently? Um, they expected me to pay thousands of dollars for their marketing. That's one. That's the biggest one. And I'm not talking like one or two thousand. I'm talking like double digits on a mm. monthly basis. And uh, it's very clicky, very clicky. So getting your foot in the door, which was fine. You know, I respect relationships. I'm just here to give other realtors a window of opportunity to make more money. One, because I'm fluent. So I brought all my California ideas into the Omaha market because nobody does the things that people do in California. So that's okay. another step up that I have. Mm-hmm. Huh. So give us, give me a good example of that. I'd love to know like what, what are some of those tips and tricks you're bringing to the Midwest? Yeah. Uh, lunch and learns. No one does lunch and learns here. No one does events. Um, there's a couple of association groups that do networking, but there's no, for example, like BNI groups, mm-hmm. things like that, where you have different people from different fields uh, referring businesses to each other. Um, there's also, you know, originators here, they punch out at five o'clock and they're with their family, which is respected, you know, but me having no children and my significant other also being in the business, we understand that phone rings at five o'clock on a Saturday. We take the call because that can just be that one deal. Um, so it's different. Uh, they're like, what you work on, you'll take my call on a Saturday. And I'm like, absolutely. I will, you know, if I'm unavailable, I'll let you know, but I will call you when I am. And, uh, the other thing is I follow up with listing agents when offers go out, which is something that a lot of originators don't do. I'm very proactive when it comes to that. So when you think about the next 12 months, what does that look like for you? Do you see it really shifting away from California and more towards Nebraska? Do you think it'll always kind of be a split or what's on, what's on the horizon for you? What's in, what's, what's next? Um, I think that there will be somewhat of a shift with what's going on in California as far as the prices and rates and so forth. Uh, People are, becoming a little, they're starting to shop a lot more, um, because of the rates and that's fine. I I want what's best for them and their families, but I do see myself helping more people in Nebraska, um, because of the cost of living being so much lower. So I definitely see my goals for units being excelled. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, but yeah, and that's okay. Right. Because when I hop on that plane, I am taking time away from my family here and I'm on, I'm meeting after meeting after meeting. So it's constant go, go, go. And then I just come here and just relax. So I definitely see it could, it could be a shift. I'm definitely, you know, I'm also licensed in other States that I originate from. So yeah, sky's the limit. You know, Sean, it's interesting. One of the things we talk about at our live events and, uh, and by the way, if you're listening to this and you're not a part of the next level community, 
head on over to nlstrategycall.com and uh, you can sign up for a quick strategy call and learn about tactics that Next Level has that might help your business. <clears throat> but you know, Sean, in our live events, we often ask people the question, right? Which is, we talk about how efficient you are with your time. And those events are usually on a Friday. And I always ask everybody, well, I bet you were really efficient on Thursday, right? Like I bet the day before the event, knowing you weren't going to be here, be in your office on Friday, you were really efficient. And it almost seems like, you know, I think there's some lessons that can be taken out of this from Alba. You know, she goes into her market and I don't know when you go to California, you're there for a couple of days, but -hmm. you just said it. You're like, man, I'm, I'm on, right? Like for two days straight or three days, it's, I'm sure nothing but lunches, coffee appointments, pop buys, like you're just knocking it all out. Right. Mm -hmm. And so you think about like, so if you're a loan officer and you're listening to this, right, think about that, right. We always talk about continuing to maintain relationships with your referral partners. You have to continue to date them. If you're not in front of them, somebody else is most of you don't do that. Right. Or you don't do it at a high level or you just assume that business is going to be there. And here's Alba, and she's still dating and courting her referral partners five states away or six states away, right? <laughs> and so she's coming back into town. And, and and so my point in that is, is think about that. If you're a loan officer and you're in the market with your people, you could take a day or two and go knock through everybody once a month, right? And just knock it out, be done with it, be super efficient with your time, be very uh, dialed in and doing those actions that matter and probably see a significant lift out of that. Well, you know, so many people right now choose to just stuff their head in the sand. I mean, you know, anytime over a few short months, you have rates go up 3%. Right. I mean, it's not California or Nebraska or Texas or Missouri here. It's, man, people are going to shop. When you, right. when your rate's two and a half or 2.7, well, you know, like, yeah, that sounds great. Sign me up, you know, when they expect it to be two and it's got a five handle on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the, there's some shell shock, but sure. it's also, you know, about staying relevant and staying in, in front of your people. And like, you know, there's a, there's a book I was recently reading and talked about staying, talked about no like and trust, but it's, it was, they were talking no like trust and flow. And, you know, you've got to be in somebody's flow and by flow, they mean like, are they getting mail from you? Are they receiving calls from you? Are you taking them out to to coffee? Are you at a point that when they think mortgages, they think real estate, that they think about you? Because if you're not in that flow and, you know, their buddy who talks to him on the sideline of a kid's soccer game you know, is a realtor, is a mortgage guy or gal. And, you know, start talking about work and they start, oh man, you do that too. And all of a sudden for five weeks in a row, they're talking to somebody on those sidelines. Not because you didn't do a great job. All the stats say they'd use us again. The problem is that they don't because we don't stay in that flow afterwards. And right now, this year, 2022, is the most important year to stay in somebody's flow of, of our careers. 
Not that there haven't been other ones, but this is the one we're living right now. And, and business isn't falling off the trees like it has the last couple of years. That's right. Mm-hmm. It, it's going to take intentional effort and work. And Alba, you're doing that at a high level. So first of all, thank you for being on our podcast today. Thank you for helping other loan officers kind of see how to operate the business and how to be efficient. Kudos to you for doing an amazing job in managing two markets. A lot of us have trouble managing one. Uh, <laughs> you're yeah. managing uh, to be successful in two. So, man, that and and not easy ones at that. So, um, so hey, so like Kellen said earlier, if you're looking to to grow your business, if you need uh, somebody to to kick you in the behind to get your head out of the sand. Uh, go to nlstrategycall.com. Let us help you. It's free. It doesn't cost anything to get a little bit of a consultation and understand what we can do uh, to move the needle in your business. And you know, if you do decide to join us, it's, it's $197 a month. Uh, we always guarantee nobody who sticks with us finds that we do not deliver more in value than we receive in payment. And, you know, there's some people who kind of decide to leave for a moment in time and then they realize (laughs) what they're missing out on and and they come back too. So. Absolutely. uh, I definitely do want to also add for those listeners that are thinking about joining one of the biggest things that I loved about next level and officers was that there's so many different personalities. There Mm. is uh, just so many different coaches Everyone brings a different idea to the table. None of us members are greedy. We always consistently share our highs, our lows, our in-betweens, our struggles. Um, and we really lift each other up in different ways. And during that break that Shanzi is referring to, um, I was with a different company due to my branch previous branch manager at the time. Um, And there's nothing like this. We, you know, our group mainly focuses on building those relationships and pouring into those relationships with people that we want to work with. Mm. Our business is already tough enough. Don't, you know, don't make a shoe that doesn't fit. Don't make it work if it doesn't have to. So I love you guys. And I'm so grateful for you guys because you guys have definitely changed my career and it's just, it's just an honor to, you know, it's so great to see you guys here. Thank you. Well, thank you, Alba. I can't, I can't think of a better way to, to send us out. Kellen, no kidding, man. as man, always, good. it's a great day when you get to see me <laughs> yeah. and right. Alba, it's a fantastic <laughs> day and we get to see you. That's right. To our friends, family, listeners, Hey, we appreciate you. And thanks for joining us on yet another edition of our next level loan officers podcast. We'll see y'all soon. See you next.